Hey there, everyone. It's Discover Team Podcast here, and we are in our third episode. Welcome. So let me introduce our team members again. Yeah, all, all, all great people are gathered together here, I guess, right? So, Tama, hi. Hi. How are you yeah, doing? Hi, y'all. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, Irina. Uh, I'm here. Yeah, here I am. Um, so great to see you. Uh, and Nina, hi there. Hey, hey, everyone. Okay, so let me throw in the question right from the start. So we're going to blab about self-development today, professional self-development, of course. Yeah, that is such a fluid term. I mean, it's so vague, right? You can't really put your finger what it, what exactly it is these days. Yeah, because it's, I guess, like this umbrella word, which kind of unite so many, you know, notions, ideas, whatever. So guys, how do you define for yourself right now, right here, like at this part of your career, how do you define self, uh, like professional self-development? Yeah, like in a nutshell. I love that you mentioned at this part of your career, because I feel like it was different when I just graduated. It was different at other areas of my life, but Right now, at this very moment, it's taken a completely new form. And maybe in some cases, I um, took my foot out of the gas. You know, I don't try as hard to develop professionally or language-wise every single uh, lesson that I have or every, every single day. And I give myself, like, more space to... Actually, that is the thing, you know, that I sometimes mention to my students. Uh, I stop chasing words. You know, like uh, actually learning them because back then I would do multiple courses and learn a huge number of words from them and try to incorporate them in my speech. These days, I sort of taken a different approach when I let the words find me, you know, sort of <laughs> like beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like when I... Yeah. It's just <laughs> it sounds so powerful, honestly, like you're right. You, you're in your element, you, you're at peace with your, you know, like inner perfectionist. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it really uh, speaks so, to me. Uh, thank you. So basically, the, it just basically helps me um, slow down a little bit and not um, get too overwhelmed with the number of words that I obviously do not know, <laughs> which is huge. And if we just start thinking about all those words that are still left unlearned, I will probably be too hard on myself, which I don't want. None of us wants. Yeah, because this mm. is a road to nowhere. So basically, I just sort of try to take a laid back strategy here. So mm. I, yeah, like, also, maybe I know the enough for now. And I will know more when I need to or when I have to, sort of. So th that's, in general, uh, the way I see my self-development, my professional development right now. Yeah. yeah. Tama, what about you? Totally, yeah, relate. I'm, I go easy on, on myself, yeah, the, like this, yeah, this time. And um, yeah, I used to like cram words like from every, um, like every single like book I could, lay my hands on and every course but now I just yeah I'm more about like cherry picking stuff that I really want to incorporate rather than um yeah although I'm still like hungry for knowledge and new vocabulary and ways to improve but um yeah I think it's just yeah healthier it's a healthier approach I gotta say all the cramming you did is definitely paying off now <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I like to think so, right? Yeah, so. I love I love the distinction that you drew between like being like this conscious learner, yeah, who kind of uh, comes up with their path, yeah, in their learning strategy, in their uh, self development strategy, and someone who is all over the place and trying to uh, embrace the unfathomable. Yeah, and also I, Irina, I agree with your idea that the like vocabulary is like this bottomless abyss, right? It's it, it's never like it's such a pit. You will never reach the bottom, like in good yeah. sense, right? So, yeah. Though I I tr- I, I kind of tend to lapse into this state when I turn into this vocabulary junkie, and <laughs> I I'm trying to honestly when I'm listening to like podcast and I I just I, I'm just trying to really like to capture like I want to like write down the strings of words I hear and just somehow instill them in my brain so I want to just speak like the same way people do yeah but yeah it just happens so haphazardly like randomly so I, I guess it's just uh yeah like kind of uh I flip a switch and yeah I, I turn into this mode but then I'm back to my healthier self yeah I'm back to the healthier place in my professional development yeah so yeah I'm I'm, I'm landing on the same page with your girls here yeah so we're not doing much for ourselves <laughs> at the moment sort of is that true I mean what do you do like on a daily basis uh to keep your English the way it is I think like, honestly, it's not like that we do little, it's just, it become mm-hmm. it's become such an in- integral part of your life that you probably, you don't even define it as professional development. It's just your lifestyle. You, you yeah. can, you can possibly live in a different way. Yeah. And you write it off as something as pleasure as like mm-hmm. hobby, but in reality, it's your professional development. Yeah, you watch some TV shows, you write down the words. Probably you don't have to go through all the steps. Like, you know, like some other like people have to because they just at the beginning of the road. Yeah. But it just happens somehow, you know, it, it happens at a, at a snap of fingers, right? Because it's just the way you're hardwired right now. So, right. It's all like intertwined, uh, not intertwined. It's, um, I forgot, I forgot the word inter interconnected. In, no, no, yeah. no, into the fabric of our lives. What's ah, the word Nina? Woven, woven, woven. Yeah, woven. Yes. Interwoven. So English, yeah. yes. Uh, woven into the fabric of our lives. Yeah. So it's even hard to keep track of things because I don't know. Um, yeah, come to think of it, I do a lot. Like listen to podcasts. Yeah, do jot down some. Yeah, words and phrases. Um, I used to go and like Quizlet religiously and write down and look up definitions and make up my own sentences. Now I just use the um, the notes app and just jot it down real quick, hoping that we'll come back to it someday and look it up and maybe try to internalize it. But so well, these days, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for cutting you off. I was just about to mention that I, I'm still on Quizlet and I'm still going there only because I know that I will get back to it. Like notes, I also have some of the words and vocabulary written there, but I never actually do. With Quizlet, once in a while, I still get back and look through them at least once more or maybe even twice more. So that's the only thing that still keeps me a- accountable, sort of, <laughs> in terms of learning vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah same here i mean I, i've got like multiple numerous notes on my phone and my computer like google docs and some you know physical copy books but it's so kind of chaotic and not consistent at all so i just i, I guess i at some point i just came to terms with my nature that it can be too precious about you know my studying routine it just happens when the stars align and yeah i just yeah catch like this uh chase my kind of inspiration or whatever and you know write down the words and then i look through them whenever i, I feel like this inner urge you know to to scroll down like for my 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 notes or for some some other you know stuff i have and yeah and miraculously some words they just become me and, and i guess it's the same like in russian you know just feel like some words they belong to your personality they kind of fit in like like you know this missing puzzle so you you tend to use them more than other chunks and yeah and i i noticed Irina that for example like you've got this very sophisticated beautiful chunks you um use all the time like some of them yeah they are like your go-to phrases and and I see like the beautiful like play into your personality and the same with Thomas so yeah we can embrace all the words right and it's just like this I don't know like this high bar which you never kind of you know reach yeah or jump over but yeah along the way along the way yeah, when you try to reach this hefty goal, you kind of create yourself, yeah, as your new language personality. Choose the one that speaks to you. Exactly. And uh, I guess we, uh, our students uh, in our speaking classes, they really have to remember that when going through our glossary lists, because, well, we all know um, how long they might get. But there should be like several words that you want to make yours, that um, you, you see the potential in, that you see that you're going to use them in any conversation or situation. So that's really important to be picky and selective about words that um, you're learning. Yeah? Uh, yeah. And not do not stretch yourself too thin by trying to embrace all of it um mm -hmm. yeah just laser focus in this case yeah and that's what works for me thank you for mentioning some words that sound like me that's actually <laughs> super nice I also um I can think that most of the words that I learned come from um the lessons that I taught so basically when I got ready with the class when I planned a lesson and for some reason once you spend a little bit more time thinking over the word like for example creating a content context for the word yeah or thinking how to elicit this word from a student, the word is more likely to stick. Exactly. Yeah, so right. that's the privilege that teachers have. Um, yeah. Like, so then our kind of this top of tip would give to someone who is striving uh, to achieve a higher level in English, just find some <laughs> higher level students. Yeah. That always keeps you on your toes, definitely. Yeah. So you've got like the spaced repetition of the words. Yeah. You're, you're, you're striving to learn yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and you accurate, have a yeah, accurate description of what you were saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to tell you, you know, like how a lot of teachers are scared of teaching higher levels. But I, I heard one phrase from a guy yesterday, which really hit home with me, is that if you know two words, you can teach a person who knows one word. Oh, <laughs> so... I just remember this, this story. Like I, I started learning Chinese and my mom, she, she saw like, you know, first 
characters I was writing in my copybook or like I learned, you know, the tones. And she told me, oh, now so you can start teaching Chinese. <laughs> you got like this <laughs> little piece of knowledge you can share with other people. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so great that our job, our career, our job offers like this unlimited scope for growth. And uh, basically the biggest part of the vocabulary that I learned is by getting ready to classes. I might want to mention one little thing I heard long ago. It's I haven't really seen. Oh, no, I definitely I've definitely seen the results. I don't think it's going to work like magic, you know, like just like that. But uh, so the thing is that you need to read like up to seven articles on the topic. And again, going back to our classes, for example, tomorrow is a class on uh, traveling. Yeah. So what I would do, I would go online and read as many articles on the topic as possible. And I guess Tama in this respect would listen right to seven different or maybe more podcasts. Normally I go for podcasts, but I do try to uh, incorporate some reading on a daily basis. I like do have a like special app. Uh, you might have heard of it. It's, uh, it's called Medium. Um, it's all about like blog posts made by people. Yeah, they're normally uh, native speakers, but not necessarily, but they're good quality and they usually contain some tips and tricks and lists and they're so thought um, provoking. And so when they have this reminder that I have to read at least one or two articles every day. Oh, wow. So it's not the same as yeah, listening. So, like lots of when you're listening, a lot goes over your head. <laughs> Oh, aren't you so like tech savvy? Every time we, I talk to you, I kind of find them, something about new apps, some something like some you know tricks up your sleeve. You know that's just amazing. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, I like to think that's my yeah shtick. Oh, <laughs> it yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, you should tell us more about that. Absolutely. I, I want this to rub off on me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, can, can you tell us more about podcasts and like the way you, because I, I'm into, I'm, I'm kind of dipping my toe into it right now. And I want to just uh, uh, learn more about how you use them in order to, you know, propel your, you know, catapult your English to a whole new level. Yeah. So how, it's just, it's just like listening or some uh, more focused work you're doing with them so i usually listen on the on the background um yeah when i'm yeah doing some some chores putting on makeup like anything and so whenever i have this like urge to write it down yeah i do like pause and um like go to my notes app uh not to quizlet because on quizlet you have to do more work I like it exactly. Like what? <laughs> yeah, the way how I like to organize my quiz, like I have to have a definition, some collocations, uh, some example sentences. Um, so that's a lot of work. So I just go to my notes app and yeah, write the chunk. Um, yeah, type it down and uh, and that that's it. That's really low maintenance. Yeah, approach. Yeah, like it, you are our queen of uh, functional language, and I think that podcast is such a mother load of yeah, this kind of language aspect, right? For example, recently I came across like people talking, and then um, one of them said, "You got my idea backwards." That's I would never put it like that. I would say you got my idea wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. or for example, yeah. like instead of uh, 
cutting in or butting in or barging in, whatever phrase of words, you know, like to express the idea of interruption. They say, sorry for jumping over. And they for yeah. thought, heck, this is so amazing. This is just, you know, it's so beautiful. It's so simple, but I would never put it this way. So yeah. that's that's what I love about podcasts, right? So real life have, exposure. Exposure yeah, to another life. another example that just popped into my mind is uh piggyback off of something like to make a transition to to kind of to chime in and to like develop someone else's idea just to piggyback uh, off of this yeah um, I yeah, want like, to say I want to add something like build off of your idea yeah right? yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I've come across it a bunch of times like wow yeah well it's it's like yeah the simple the simplest words used in they're so versatile and yeah you've got the you've got this window into like you know like you know language yeah so that's it's it's, it's a great a great way to learn thank you for you know kind of opening this whole new universe (laughs) yeah to me you were our gateway to yeah our gateway sure I used to listen to them too but not to that extent yeah ever since you recommended unsolicited advice uh, I've been hoped (laughs) that's true Nina uh, what about you? Uh, do you have any tips and tricks up your sleeve? Um, well, not like tricks, probably. That's there is something I've been working on recently, and I guess that I think that many people can relate to that. That it stops them in their tracks in terms of their language progress. You know, it's about this inner inhibitions, like when you work on your fluency. And uh, you know, I posted a few stories on. Uh, I probably I shouldn't mention the name of the <laughs> uh, social media or okay, Instagram. We're speaking English anyway. I'm, 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 I don't think anyone will listen to us. <laughs> like, yeah, those and people. Take it. Yeah, you use it against us. Yeah, and I was like, you know, posting the stories that sometimes I feel that my jaw is kind of immobilized. I feel so much tension in it. It prevents me from speaking freely, you know, and being spontaneous. Yeah. And I don't think that truly it just like uh, this kind of physical, you know, physic. It, it goes down to some physicality. Yeah, being tired. Yeah, uh, it's just some really some inhibitions we've got about our fluency, about making mistakes. You know, probably fear of competition. You you can't expose so much content and social media. People having this perfect Englishes, you know, everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I think like, uh, yeah, like, uh, you have to work on this, uh, aspect of your language development as well. Yeah. So yeah, I see like this two extremes here, like people setting the bar or me and my, myself, including me. Yeah. Like too high. Yeah. They are listening to podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts. I want to speak like those people in podcasts and it's a hefty goal, but it's, it's not attainable. Yes. Let's, let's face it. Yeah. So probably not in one day, yeah, or even not in one year. It's a lifelong journey. And yeah, so I think we have to find, like, I have to find, like, this sweet spot between, you know, setting the bar high, yeah, still being kind of rigorous, yeah, yeah, at the same time cutting myself some slack, yeah. So, like, being, uh, I don't know, being kind to yourself, yeah. So just uh, not, like, don't be scared that to be not like not to be good enough yeah when you learn a language yeah but just you have to be the best you could be yeah so probably yeah what what i what i use like the tools i used to work on that is group therapy 
and just so you know some journaling and I see that it helps me a lot yeah so every time I feel like again this this feeling of anxiety that uh, my fluency is like below par is washing over me uh, I'm just I'm working through like some steps yeah of dealing with this uh insecurities I, I, I know that it might sound funny yeah. because I, I, yeah. yeah but it's it's the way I feel and sometimes yeah you know um, like you know what I everyone mean. has their own inhibitions yeah, yeah. I, I I would do everything to sound like Nina like oh come on yeah, oh, really? and the oh, funny thing is that no matter how many people tell her this she yeah. trusts her she trusts Won't her own judgment. she thinks that she's not good enough yeah so uh, we might be poor, like, you know, uh, showered you with praise, telling you it's still not going to work. So it's, I'm not even going to shower you with praise. and say <laughs> I've I, I heard you multiple times, like, as if you're reading the script in your, my head, you know, saying exactly the same things. Oh, and, like, you. and, you know, like, um, like in, in the, in class, I, I'm sure you experienced that when you're, you feel you're lost for words and like you're, you're going to melt a puddle, honestly, like at some point in your class, because you can't utter like a simple instruction. It sounds like you're speaking A to English. Sure. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I, I felt at some point I have to define it as a part of my journey. Yeah, like my language professional development journey. Yeah, because one one little thing you mentioned stiffness in your jaw or stuff. Are you sure it's not physical? Because the last time I had it, it turned out I had wisdom teeth <laughs> that I had to pull oh. out, and oh. it, it all it's all gone now. I I had the same stuff. I actually started googling it. What is it? Some emotional hangups. Uh, do I need to speak out more? Maybe I need a blog. You know, but it just turned out to be physical, and that's it. Well. <laughs> Uh, it, it comes and goes. That's the thing. Sometimes I feel like words just flew out, flow out of my mouth. Yeah. But at some point, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I can't open my mouth. So probably, yeah, actually, it makes sense because I've got my wisdom teams, you know, showing their ugly faces <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. yeah rearing their ugly head. Um, yeah, so I just got rid of them and that's it. I haven't had it, this problem since. But uh, one thing I totally agree with you, I realized that it's all about the week, the month, I don't know, one week you feel like you're on the roll. And, you know, like, because, in, again, uh, in our speaking classes, we have to sort of paraphrase things that people say or correct their mistakes. I just check out my notes that I leave to people. One week, it's like, wow, I'm cool. I know so much. <laughs> Other week, I'm like, is do I have anything to teach these people? Because I couldn't come up with anything. But I sort of came to terms with this. Um, you know, was being good at one, at one time and being awful, in my opinion, uh, another time. So that's totally fine. I just wait it out, sit it out and wait for good times to come back. <laughs> so, yeah. It's all about yeah. Ebb, ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, do you have such, can you, can you join us in our belly aching? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 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 One time you were on fire and yeah, there are other, yeah, the other time you just your your mind goes blank and you're in limbo you just oh, I'm, I'm not good enough yes okay. i'm living i'm living i'm cool yeah i reside i rest my case <laughs> exactly yeah well anyways i guess i guess no matter how proficient you are in the language you're bound to experience this sort of feeling so that's why 
I mean, people who are just, for example, starting out on their journey, they might have a feeling, okay, when I'm like that, when I'm 10 years into this job, uh, these feelings will be like forgotten. I'm not going to have them. They're, yeah, sorry. Uh, to break they're delusional. Yes. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. You're still going to fall into this trap. And I guess uh, it's all psychological. You just, I mean, probably people with great self-confidence um, never face this sort of problems but never say never I think yeah. it's just they can deal with them promptly it's like you know asking a teacher not to uh, uh, self-deprecate or beat themselves up it's like asking a fish not to swim honestly because it's just <laughs> so kind of you know that's such an in like in, in, in like etched in us mm-hmm. yeah I've never met a teacher uh, I've never come across a teacher who would, you know, be like this, have this narcissistic, you know, personality, like I know everything. Bro, there are such teachers out there, but yeah, it's just... But yeah. they're usually like full of themselves and they're like so big headed. And so you, it's just, and I just thought, yeah, that's a whole, yeah, different kettle yeah. of fish. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the opposite of uh, imposter impo- syndrome? Mm. <laughs> Uh, uh, superiority syndrome or something, yeah, probably. Yeah, that could be it. Exactly. Yeah. I just uh, there is that guy that Nina, by the way, introduced me to Adam Grant. 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 Yeah, Grant. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> I just saw a pyramid yesterday uh, on Twitter. So there is like learner, and I guess we are all learners. It sort of is at the top of the pyramid, and there are like. Gosh, what are they called? People who uh, speak gospels, you know, people who like make everyone believe what they uh, say. Preachers, Teaching, preachers, yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah. That. Cult Teaching leaders, people. yeah. Cult leaders, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. It. So, can you believe how many people are cult leaders, like believing in what they say that this is the ultimate truth? But the learner who is at the top of the pyramid is actually the person who is vulnerable, who is constantly uh, second guessing things they say. So, I'm choosing to be a learner, although probably because they're at the top of the pyramid, there are a few of them. But mm-hmm. that's definitely what I, where I want to be, the group I want to belong to. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll share the picture with you. Uh, I'm his raving fan. So. <laughs> Just I haven't Probably checked this. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. By the but, way, his podcast is amazing. Yeah. Oh, he does? yeah, he does. I listened to this episode with uh, Reese Witherspoon. It's just, I don't know, it's out of this world. Come and actually, on. yeah, I, like you, you'll hear the words I used today. Like, <laughs> I was just jotting down the words wow. for this very episode, okay. thinking I would use them. Yeah, because it's just, yeah, I, I want to uh, actually, I want to like practice shadowing like some bits of her. Thank like, you so much. I yeah. thought you would never um, go that way because actually that was another thing on my mind, shadowing. Yeah. You, well, you mentioned Riz Witherspoon. She's a perfect example for shadowing. Mm-hmm. I love the way she sounds. Um, she's so perky and upbeat the way I want to sound maybe in English. It, so. she, she is my role model, actually. Uh, I've been uh, I've been shadowing her, like, you know, some bits and pieces from TV shows. Yeah, but now I'm getting into, you know, more spontaneous speech so i just amazed at her you know her skill to put her thoughts into strings of words it's so beautiful i mean she is the diamond like which would never go rust i guess yeah she's amazing 
Yeah, totally. so sh shadowing is, I think, it's a prerequisite for an English teacher, yeah, any, any actually language teacher. So this is a must for sure. Yeah. Guys with me, yeah. right, on that? Yeah. Uh, actually, just by listening to podcasts, I do it all the time. Like, I like the way they said it, and I would just try and repeat it the very same way they put it. Sometimes it takes me several times to actually get there to sound exactly like them. So I would pause, I would go back. Um, that's why listening to podcasts is never easy for me because like, you know, I'm, I'm ironing, uh, doing something. I hear the word, I run to my phone or my laptop. I record the word, I stop, I repeat it. So basically dragging the activity that I'm into into mm -hmm. more hours than it's supposed to take, but yeah, shadowing, uh, honestly, I've been given for my birthday. I've, I was given, um, habit tracker which I never used before. And I was like, okay, so I need to make use of it. So what do I do? What do I do? And the activity that I came up with, uh, there are actually two, a vacuum for your stomach, you know, <laughs> been doing mm -hmm. it for three days already. And the third, the second one is shadowing. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I really want to get into that. I love the process, but I never actually sit down and do that for at least 10 or 20 minutes per day. I guess I can find uh, th this amount of time in my day. So this is something that I have um, on my plate right now, something that I want to dedicate myself to at least for a week, then we'll see how it goes, maybe stick to it for about a month and see if that uh, brings any uh, fruits. Yeah. Yeah. I use a habit tracker on my phone. Just it's uh, it's an app. Of course, it's everything <laughs> is on the phone. <laughs> yeah, tons of apps. Um, oh. What do you mean you you've been given a habit tracker? What 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 does it look it's like? It's a gift. Oh gosh! I... Wait, is a it uh, something Wait tangible? <laughs> yeah, it's actually right like a, here. It's and... a notepad. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, and that's... it's right here. Uh, okay. It, it, I, I get so, I get some self help books wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I haven't even started doing that yet because uh -huh. it's very difficult for me to bring me to start writing in a new notebook or something. I'm afraid of spoiling that. Oh, um, not it not to be perfect enough, right? <laughs> you skip yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I haven't get started, but still, it gave me that uh, kick in the butt that I needed. So I don't think I would take up shadowing as a habit if it hadn't been for that gift mm -hmm. yeah since mm -hmm. i've started yeah keeping track of the habits on the app which is actually called habit Tra habit tracker in case everyone is interested um it's like like this like uh -huh. ticket and so some habits yeah include like keeping a diary that so that you actually inspired me to do like eating like fruit and veggies like working out uh like learning english at least like for like 30 minutes like reading or listening to some something and writing down like putting conscious effort into it and now i really um yeah i'm being more consistent with it and yeah it's so satisfying to like take it and like complete it it yeah, gives yeah i get a kick out of it now I feel so obsolete because I don't use any apps or or any like paper to keep track of my habits. I just I don't know. I guess just keep it in my head. 
So is is there something wrong with me? Well, <laughs> I mean, well I guess to uh, each their own. So we yeah, like, we'll have different ways to go about it. I, I don't know. Like the shadowing I do just while walking in the street, though, some people might giving me a side eye, side look, yeah, and yeah. But I just stopped the the podcast, and I would you know walk and keep repeating, yeah, keep it on rotation, yeah. I can't do that uh, outside. I mean, you know, I can help it, but pronounce some words when I'm, I'm usually uh, listening to a podcast when I'm out and there is a word that I loved and I would like, like can, you know, and people would be like turning their hands, Um, but I'm like, okay, so what, Uh, but like doing it shadowing outside. No, I need a safe place. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So I think it's time to call it a day.